Thank you, Agnes, and everyone who is on call. And the leadership of All Saints Cathedral, thank you for putting this forum for us to meet together and fellowship early in the morning. And thank you, everyone listening. And we also thank God for giving the provision. Uh, the topic today, this morning, for our morning devotion is, is Nations Will Come to Your Light, Isaiah chapter 60, verse 3. Nations will come to your light, Isaiah chapter 60, verse 3. Let me read from verse 1 to 3. Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your right, and kings to the brightness of your rising. So this, uh, let's pray again. Father, we thank you for this word. Where you are calling us to arise. And that the nations will come to our right. Jesus, you said, if the darkness, if the light in us is darkness, how then dark will it be? So God, I ask that you open our eyes and touch specific areas. Some people, it will be in assurance. For others, it is the areas where you want to shed light where we have not been agents of light. So as Father, we pray that also you speak through me and help us. We bind the prince of the air that causes miscommunication in Jesus' name. Amen. So Isaiah chapter 60 is part of those messages in the book of Isaiah that are about hope and restoration. Let me repeat. It is about hope and restoration. From Isaiah chapter 40 to the end of the book of Isaiah, you see hope and restoration. Because by the time Isaiah is prophesying, the northern kingdom, the ten tribes are already taken in captivity. And Judah, is seemingly prospering where Isaiah was majorly based. So people were, were thought it was okay. But when you read like Isaiah chapter one, you realize that their trade system has gone wrong. Isaiah chapter six, you see that Isaiah was living a man among men of an unclean lips and himself was not spared either until the angel of the Lord touched his mouth. So that was the community. But now they are going to be taken into exile. So they need a word of hope. Whereas the prophets and other people are aware that we are seeing we are going to go into exile. In actual sense, they are, other people are not acknowledging. Because like in the days of King Uzziah, people were prospering. So, but God had to give them a message of hope because trouble was coming. So this word... Arise, shine. Sorry, you, you, the king, the Gentiles shall come to your light, all the nations. It means people who are not of Jewish descent, or they are not descendants of Abraham physically. Now, you see the dilemma here. People are going to go into exile because of their sins. But at the same time, God is telling them, Gentiles will come to their light on other nations that are not necessarily from the bloodline of Abraham. So then he says, the Gentiles shall come to your right, 
and kings the brightness of your rising. Now, this kind of light here that is being described, this kind of light being described here is not the natural light. If you take it literally, you will miss it. This kind of light, when you go to Acts chapter 26, Acts chapter 26, and verse from verse eight, uh, verse eight, from verse 12, Apostle Paul describes this kind of light because Apostle Paul is describing an encounter of light, but when it was during the day. So it is not like light appeared to Apostle Paul when he was when he was, when it was at night. No, it was during the day. And I'm going to read his account. He says in Acts, and I'm trying to describe the kind of light the Bible is talking about here. Uh, in the Acts chapter 26, verse 12, while thus occupied, as I journeyed to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priests at midday, O king, along the road, I saw light from heaven, brighter than the sun, shining around me and those who journeyed with me. It was midday. Apostle Paul was journeying, of course, going to persecute the believers with commission from the priests and uh, with full authority. And he's saying it is during the day at midday. So it was not at night. This kind of light was much brighter. Let me read it again. At midday, I... O king, along, with, along the road, I saw light from heaven brighter than the sun shining around me and those who journeyed with me. And when we all had fallen to the ground, I'd heard the voice speaking to me saying, in the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the gods. So I said, who are you, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But arise and stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness, both of the things you have seen and of the things which I am yet to reveal to you. I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles, to whom I will send you now. Open their eyes. So Apostle Paul here, we are still describing the right. The nations that, if the nations that come to your right, it is not the natural right. And Apostle Paul experienced this kind of right and is describing it to King Agrippa. And after his encounter with this right, it came with a commission. To whom now I send you to open the eyes, their eyes, in order to turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God that they may receive the forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified in faith. So Apostle Paul experienced this right on his way to persecute believers. When he experienced it, it came with a commission. So what we are talking about, when the Bible says nations will come to your light, in Isaiah chapter 60 verse 3, we, are mean, we mean the light that comes from our Lord Jesus that illuminates our spiritual life. In John chapter 12, verse 46. In John chapter 12, verse 46, 
John Torov, verse 46. I'm going to read. It says, it's, verse 46 says, I have come as light into the world that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. This was Jesus speaking. So Apostle Paul testifies of this light that is the light to the nations and Jesus is saying he has come as he's saying he has come as the light that we are not living in darkness and he said he who rejects me and does not receive my words he has he has he, he that which judges him the word i have spoken will judge him in the last day so this kind of light when you when you come when it comes to you and you reject it it comes with judgment. We are talking about nations will come to you, right? And let me repeat, Apostle Paul experienced this light at midday. It came with a call and a commission to turn people from darkness, from the power of Satan, back to God. And now we see that Jesus is saying he is the light of the world. Now, it means... It means going back to Isaiah chapter 60, going back to Isaiah chapter 60, it means without Jesus, you are not going to shine. Verse 1, you hear, it says, arise, shine. Friends, whereas the message seems to be that simple that arise, shine, in actual sense, Apostle Paul knew Isaiah chapter 60. But was he shining? He saw because he had letters to go and persecute the ones who already had light. And light met him at midday. So it says, arise, shine, for your light has come. I'm reading verse one. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And we have seen in John chapter 12, verse 46, Jesus is saying, he has come as the light of the world. So when Jesus comes into your life, it is only at that point that you can arise and shine. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will rise over you and his glory will be upon you. Now, to understand how this works, for you to arise and shine, you and how it works in, is when Jesus, when Jesus comes into your life. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. I keep repeating scriptures for those who are taking notes. Colossians 1, chapter, chapter 1, verse 13 says. It says. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. Jesus, who said in John chapter 12, verse 46, he is the light of the world. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, the Bible says this Jesus has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. Verse 14, in 
whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Wherever you see Jesus who is the light, he is also the redeemer because in him we have redemption through his blood and then conveys us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. So for you to arise and shine and for nations to come to your light, you need to come to the giver of light, the one who is Jesus Christ, who said in John chapter 12, verse 46, I have come as the light of the world. Also in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, The Bible says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a whole nation, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So for you to arise and shine and for nations to come to your light, you need the real giver of light who came into the world that out of out of his own light, you will shine. After he has conveyed you from the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of light, after he, then you will become the agent of light. You can only, you see, the stars and others, see, they reflect the light of the sun. I mean around the natural realm. But for you, to have the light which the nations should come to, you have to receive the light from the real giver of light who will convey you from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of the son of his love. You have to have your personal sins forgiven in order to proclaim the marvelous, the marvelous deeds of light. Now, without Jesus, the Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter five, without Jesus, the, in Ephesians chapter five and verse eight, we, when we don't have the light of Jesus, that's how we are described. For you were once darkness. When you don't have the light of God in Jesus Christ, you are darkness. But for those who are believers, they were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. You were once darkness. If you are on this call and you have never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, nations will not come to your light because you don't have the light anyway. You are dark. Your deeds are dark, but now you are, for those who are believers, you are light in the Lord. Now, when you are light in the Lord, it comes with a responsibility. If you are light in the Lord, it comes with a responsibility. Still, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. But you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Uh, it's kind of easy. Somebody mute, you, mute yourself. Walk as the children of right. For the fruit of the spirit, now is beginning to describe for us verse 9 of Ephesians. For the fruit of the spirit is all goodness, 
righteousness and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. For you, for you are right, for you to be the light of the nations. You need that. The, 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 what comes out of your life when people meet you, when people interact with you, for the fruit of the spirit it is all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Also, as for people to come to your light, verse, verse, verse 10 of Ephesians chapter 5, if the nations will come, will have to come to your right, you have to live a life of finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. Nation, the topic is nations will come to your right. Isaiah 60 verse 3. And here in Ephesians, we are helped a person to be, to reflect light or for people to come to your right, you have to find out what is acceptable to the Lord. Then verse 11, and have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. We have a responsibility. If you are going to be, if nations are going to come to your right, you have to have come to Jesus, the giver of light. You have to be conveyed from the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of the son of his love. You have to find out, now that you are empowered, you have to find out what is acceptable to the Lord. You have to have no fellowship with unfruitful deeds of darkness but to rather expose the bastard. For it is shameful even to speak of, this, of those things which are done by them in secret. If you are an agent of darkness, you do things in secret. Because why do you do it in secret? You are only hiding away from human beings. You don't know that for God, night and day, they are the same. In, in Psalm 90 verse 8, the Bible talks about our sacred sins being exposed before the Lord. So if somebody does not is not God conscious or is not have the light of Jesus in their lives, they think by waiting at dark, when it is still dark, and then they hide and go and do the deeds of darkness, like fornication, stealing. But other people, Maybe like Apostle Paul, they were, it was during the day he had authority from priests to go and persecute the Christians. So some people, they hide in darkness. Others, because their hearts are dark, even what they are doing during the day is also dark. Somebody might be saying, but Apostle Paul was going to persecute the church. That was his deed of darkness. You consider his judgments, he was carrying them during the day. What about many of you on this forum who even now as we talk, you are planning how to go and sign a false check. You are planning, you are a lawyer and you are planning of how to go and make sure somebody who is saying the truth, you want to take care of what they, the expertise they don't have as a lawyer like you and to make sure you get money. Like Apostle Paul was going to persecute the Christians. How does, are you living 
exposing the deeds of darkness or you have cooperated with darkness. Verse, verse 13 of Ephesians chapter 5 says, but all things are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is right. Therefore says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead. Christ will give you light. Only Christ can give light. You can, somebody can even send you a scripture and say, Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1, arise and shine. Then the nations will come to your light, verse 3. But without Jesus, you have no light. Because you are still bound by darkness. So how does, how do you live? How do you live? People who are whom, whom nations will come to their light in verse 15. So then walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming time, because the days are evil. If you are agent of light, how do you use social media at your place of work? Some of you are rushing even to work now, or you are already there. All you want first check is the chats of your friends. Some of them, they are chatting whatever it is which has nothing to do with light. You have OBs and you are OGs, or even the church fellowships where darkness thrives. And you are using the company airtime to do that. You are using company fuel to go and do. You are robbing of the testimony. People are wondering. Some of you, if they checked the cars, the kind of fuel you are using, you may find even, you know, some organizations, especially security organizations, you find their fuel, they put in something. You can find that is the fuel you are driving and you are not even a security personnel. Do you have a testimony? And in other words, Oh, you are like, you know, when Job was speaking words that were careless about God, God says, who darkens my counsel without knowledge? So friends, we need to walk as light bearers. In if, as we conclude our sharing, in Philippians chapter 2, verse 14, the Bible says, do all things without complaining and disputing. Do all things. Light bearers do things without complaining and disputing. Yes, you do your work even at church, but how do you do it? Complaining, disputing, you are an agent of darkness. Remember when you are complaining, even if you are complaining internally, it will affect the people around you. So there will not be light. There will be only darkness. Then the Bible says in Syrian Philippians that you may become blameless and harmless. You see, there are people who are believers and they are blameless and harmless, but there are those who are harmful with their words. The Bible says, harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as light in the world. Among whom you, 
where there is perversion, people are corrupting documents. People, are, you instead of being a chief mechanic, you are a chief mechanic. Instead, instead of being a chief accountant, you are a chief accountant. But here the Bible says, don't join the crooked generation that you may be blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of, of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. Holding fast the word of life so that you may rejoice in the door of Christ that I may have not run or labor in faith. So as we go on with the rest of the day, may we come to Jesus who is the light for the world and he will convey us from the power of darkness to the kingdom of the son of his love. And then, because now we'll be empowered by him, then in Isaiah 60, as the, theme, the topic suggests, then Gentiles shall come to your right. People will come to your right if you are speaking the truth. People will come to your right if you are living the truth. People will come to your right if you are taking back what you store. People will come to your right. As I'm sharing this, I'm reminded, around 1991, in our village, in a shop, this man, according to each, he sold me the, he sold me shoe polish. And he had his habits. He would rate certain families for you. He would put your own price and what. So I felt I was, he was cheating. The real price was this. So I decided to give this man the man I saw, not what he had told me. And what, which he did not agree, which he did not agree with. That was 1991. So around 2011, I realized whenever I would lend people money, my money would not return. And I started praying over it. I said, God, when I lend people money, my money does not come back. What is it? And God reminded me what happened in 1991. You didn't pay the full amount. You, you owe that man money. So when I went home for Christmas, and God told me the amount I had paid to him. So when I went home for Christmas, I went to his shop, I found even his shop was closed. And I had to walk in our villages, a place where I had not walked for like 15 years. I found him at home sick. I told him he's called Joshua. Joshua, the reason I have come, in 1991, this is what happened in the shop. And I did not pay all your money. Friends, this was 1991, this was 2021, sorry, 2011. You can calculate 1991, 2001, those are 10 years. 2020, uh, 2000, sorry, 2001, 20 years. 2011, sorry, 10 years, 2011, 20 years. And I had to take Joshua's money. I found him sick. He was sleeping in a bed in the sitting room. I told him, Joshua, I have come to bring your money. This is what happened in 1991. And this is what Joshua said. Now I know you are saved. 
Because even the people we write in the books as debtors, they deny the money. But for you, you have brought it. I said yes. And now because I had brought his money, a hundred shillings, don't even, a hundred, and I'm not saying ten hundred, a hundred, chukumi. That is the money I had to pay him. Because that was what the Holy Spirit told me. Of 1991, this is 20, 20 years later. And the man now could accept my ministry. I prayed with him and the children. Even had been having problems in his marriages. Friends, where you don't respect light, the doors for ministry also get closed. Where you don't reflect light, God is denied glory. And when you stand out or speak even on Zoom, people will be saying, what is that one saying? Friends, does the word of your mouth agree with how your life is lived? For me, I've told you my part. It was that man's money in the shop. 20 years later, the Holy Spirit told me I have to pay, and I went and paid. What was the impact on my life? Originally, when I rent people money, they were not bringing it back. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I pray for everyone listening. I pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will remind us all the dark centers in our life, which are hindering us to shine the life of Jesus that is in our lives. I pray that you give us the grace to mend our ways before you. I pray that where there is need for restitution, we will take back. I pray that God, you rest for those who have walked face prayer, empower them to walk face prayer. Those who are receiving you for the first time, let them receive you. Holy Spirit, I surrender this congregation to you. I ask that God, your spirit will raise a standard, even as we walk and live as the agents of right. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Onesimus. Lord, we receive this word. We receive this word in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for using your servant to minister to us. Thank you, King of glory. Lord, we pray that you continue, Lord, blessing him in that you continue ministering, Lord. Replenish him, Lord, and fill him with your power in your word and give him your Holy Spirit to continue ministering, King of glory. We ask that this word that has come to us will not just end there, that as we walk as Christians, we are called upon to walk by faith and not by sight. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you will open our eyes to see that you brought us light through your son, Jesus Christ, who died for us on the cross. And on the cross, he said, it is finished. Help us, King of glory to understand this world. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you will, you will help us not to reject the light, 
the light that came to us. Your son Jesus came in you. In. Lord, we pray that we shall allow Jesus Christ to come in our lives, O oh Lord, because without him, we cannot experience this light that was brought to us. We are delivered. You delivered us from the power of darkness, but because of our pride, because of our sinful nature, we cannot see this. King of glory, we ask that you open our eyes this morning, O Lord, to see that you are our light. Grant us humility to allow your light to shine in our lives. Lord, we ask that you shine through the cracks of our lives. Friends, I would like you to ask the Lord to shine in the cracks that you have in your life. The broken places in the church. May the Lord melt them. May the Lord break them so that the light may shine in the church, so that the light may shine in our lives. Deliver us, King of glory, from activities, from ceremonies that hold us in bondage and keep us in darkness. Lord, we have done so many things that keep us in bondage. We remain in darkness and we do not experience this life, light, that you are saying it should shine in us. We are living in a broken world. We see much darkness in our offices. We see there is much darkness around us. King of glory, we bow down before you and ask that you restore light to the dark places in our lives. Restore light to the dark places in our families. Restore light to the dark places in the nations of the world. Restore light to the dark places in the church. We know that you know them. Lord, bring your hope to the hearts that feel defeated. So many times, oh Lord, when we are troubled, we resort to be in darkness and lose hope. This morning, Lord, we are praying that you restore this hope. You bring this hope into our hearts, O oh Lord, because there is nothing that is above you. There is nothing that you cannot resolve. Give us faith. Like the psalmist says, Lord, you light my lamp. My God illuminates my darkness. Lord, may your light of hope shine in the darkness for our families today. We call upon you, King of glory. You know that the enemy has attacked our families and brought darkness. You see people moving, you think they are okay. But there is darkness, King of glory. The enemy has brought darkness. Today, Lord, we pray that you break these chains of darkness in our lives. Break dark chains of darkness in our families, O oh Lord. For Jesus said, 
I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. King of glory, we come down before you this morning and ask that your Holy Spirit helps us to walk in this light that you have brought to us so that we do not move in darkness. Lord, when people are moving in darkness, they cannot see even where they are going. When people are in the dark, they do not know even what is happening. There is no love while we are in darkness. Lord, it is this darkness that makes us to hate one another. It is this darkness that makes us not to focus our lives on you. It is the darkness that has made government ministries not to serve their people in truth and sincerity. It is this darkness, Lord, that has even gone to the extent of penetrating the churches. Lord, did it, doesn't your word say that I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. King of glory, we ask that the gates of hell, of darkness, that attack the church shall not prevail. In the name of Jesus, we call forth your power of your Holy Spirit to rule over darkness that has attacked churches, to rule over darkness that has attacked your people, to rule over darkness that has attacked nations of the world to walk in the light. Come, Holy Spirit, and take your place. Come, Holy Spirit, and take control. Lord, we just walk in the light because when we walk in the light, the light that we received through your death, we walk in confidence. Lord, that we can stand firm and bear the pain even when we are in trouble, that we seek your face. We do not go to powers of darkness that will put us in captivity. King of glory, as Christians, we are to walk by faith and not by sight. Help us, King of glory, to walk in your ways. Help us, King of glory, and to break the powers of darkness that have held us in captivity. Our sinful nature, break it in the name of Jesus. Because the power of sin was defeated at the cross. Lord, remove pride from us that keeps us in darkness. Because we think we know it all. But this morning you are telling us to rise up and shine. And let your light shine in us. Let your light shine in our families. Let your light shine in our offices. We thank you, Lord. Let your light shine as we execute our roles 
Let your light shine in the church, King of Glory. You are holy. How come that we bring darkness in your church? Help us, King of Glory. We ask for repentance, O oh Lord, where we have not walked in the light. Break us, O oh Lord. Melt our hearts, King of Glory. Come, Holy Spirit, and reign in us, O oh Lord, that as ministers, we shall walk in your ways. That as ministers, your light will shine in us, O oh Lord. Our God and our Father, we pray that you give us the grace to stand firm even when we are in trouble. Because the enemy uses trouble to put us away from you and we end up walking in the darkness. Father, we ask that when we log off, we shall meditate on this world and act upon it. King of glory, we pray for the rest of the day that Heavenly Father, you will guide us, you minister to us. We pray all this in the name of Jesus, the true light of the world. Amen.